CBJ was founded in 2000, and it's had two primary logos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, like, say that the Wild have a great logo by any stretch of the imagination, but at least they have only had one. Yeah. And I mean, like, at least the Wild logo is creative. It's a bear, and it's actually the Wild. Yeah. I mean, like, like I it's... feel like the Wild logo, it's, like, overly designed, but I also feel like that it's very Minnesota. Yeah. Like, there are definitely better logos out there, but I think it's fitting for the team that is the Minnesota Wild to have a logo that looks mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And they have never had the need to redesign it, as opposed to CBJ, where it's a flag question mark doing a C and a B, and then the J is a hockey stick. Yeah, but you sort of have to look at it for, like, 30 seconds to understand what's happening. Because I definitely first looked at it and I was like, why is this weird squiggle? I don't, is it, it's like, and then the star. the other weird squiggle. And the star on the top of the hockey stick sort of makes it look like a magic wand. No, that's the wizards. (laughs) And it's just very confusing. Like, one of the reasons CBJ's logo is really good is because it also just feels like something that can be emblematic of Columbus as a whole. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I generally like it when logos do something like that, where they incorporate in like a state flag or some sort of regional iconography. Like trees in Minnesota, question mark. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I mean. Hello and welcome to Ugly Sweaters, a podcast about hockey jerseys. I am, as always, your host, Kelsey McCoy, and with me is the co-host, Joe Cuevas. Hi. Yeah, um, it's actually been raining here lately, so that's mildly frightening. Yeah, that is. Uh, I'm assuming people are just like, don't know what to do. Yeah, people don't know how to drive when it's sunny, so (laughs) it's actually frightening. It was snowing here today. But we're not in a drought anymore. That's good. Is like two days of rain enough to get you out of the decades-long drought? It's been like two weeks of rain. It's been very frightening. Oh, man. That sounds like the world might actually be ending. Mm-hmm. It was like 50 degrees the other day, and I found it very off-putting. Aren't you from Minnesota, though? Yeah, and it's January, so it shouldn't be above freezing. In the- yeah, that, I was- that tracks... I'm rem- I'm reminded of when I went to New York as a child and just cried. Like winter should be cold. Shouldn't none of this 40 degree bullshit just at freezing. I mean, ideally it would be like between like 10 and 20 25. Sure. You know, I think Which that's still good means it was weather. it was still high. Yeah. Like, 40 seems like it would be comfortable for people from colder climates. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's January, so it's still weird. And, I don't know, it's like this weird, like, people don't know how to dress for 40-degree weather this time of year. Everybody's like, some people have, like, their full winter coats on, and some people are, like, rocking a t-shirt. And you're just like, I don't know what's happening right now. 
Yeah, I feel that. I think part of it might be in California, people just don't own jackets. That's probably fair. I See, in my head, people from California own a lot of jackets and they wear them to like pretend that it's cold, but then they're actually very overheated. Yeah, that sounds, it sounds like a decent assessment. It's probably more like in a... It's probably like San Francisco sort of thing, where it's cold, but it's not honestly that cold. People are just bundling up to make it appear colder. Yeah, and I mean, they want to feel like it's winter. Yeah. So they bust out like a denim jacket. All right. uh, We should probably actually talk about, or we're here to talk about. (laughs) I, yeah, yeah, no, that actually was very apropos because... (laughs) Today, we're talking about the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, their current alternate jersey, which they have used as uh, an alt since 2010. Uh, and I mean, I, it's it's fairly distinct, it, or it's very distinct from their main set, unlike yeah. some, some teams who have an alt where the main difference is like the striping pattern. Cough, or the crest the leaves um yeah or the crest will be slightly different um in this case they have actually outside of still you know mainly being a shade of blue it's uh very distinct and there's only like one logo in common between the two yes and that is uh the alternate logo which they wear as a shoulder patch on their main uh set so the jersey itself is sort of a navy blue, uh, with cream with a cream yoke and cream striping down uh, the sleeves and across the bottom of the chest, but not quite to the tail of the jersey. Uh, the striping patterns on the cream are intercut with a lighter blue, with a slightly darker light blue inside. Uh, I thought it was a gray. Like a You're right. It's the silver. Blue. It's oh, there's it's a silver. there's a blue and then there's a like a silver gray, blue thing. Yeah. It's like a gray silver thing. Gray silver blue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it should... it's like that. It's like one of those. It's like a the blue gray Lego bricks. It's like that color. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and it should be noted that the main blue. It's it's a navy blue, but it is a little bit lighter than sort of the very dark navy that they use as their um in their main color palette yeah so it is a slightly different shade of blue and then it does not feature uh the red that they carry as their main accent color so it is just a very you know even the color palette it's similar but distinct it feels very retro and i think like the cream does a good job of that which is interesting because this franchise is like 16 years old. Yeah, it's only existed since 2000. So it does feel like a throwback alt, though. Yeah. Which, like you said, is impressive because they're not thrown back to anything. Except the Civil War? Yeah, except the Civil War. Um, and then their logo, so this alternate logo, is like it's like a circular shield. Um, and then it has like a ribbon that says Columbus Blue Jackets that uh, circles around a cannon which uh, is a reference both to the fact that the blue jackets are named in reference to the american civil war right and to the fact that they have a cannon in their stadium or in their arena you guys know that columbus Um, has a cannon in their stadium (laughs) guys columbus has a cannon (laughs) in their stadium (laughs) 
<laughs> they have a can of it. <laughs> because they um, this all they started using in 2010, which was like oh no, this no, one this is just after the canon. Yeah, I was gonna say it's just after the canon. So I think they were like real into the canon. So they were like, put it on the jerseys. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a nice. I think it's a particularly nice alternate logo. Uh, yeah. Because it is kind of a crest, um, and I do like I do like a crest um, on a jersey, and I mean it's kind of too. I don't know if intricate is the right word, but it doesn't really have the feel of like a main logo. Yeah, um, I think it would be a little bit weird to have this on you know their main home jerseys like as the primary logo, but I do think it's really nice. It looks like something from the 1800s or mid mid 19th century really yeah yeah it does look like something from the civil war yeah it looks like a like a company banner or like somebody was stamped this on a crate in like a shipping company like mm-hmm. it looks and i'm sure that's probably what they're aiming for uh, <laughs> i think it might be i think uh What's really good about this logo is it works as the main crest of the alternate, but also as just a gen- shoulder patch in general. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily true of a lot of secondary marks. Yeah. You know, it scales down nicely. And then they re- have recolored it uh, to include the red for their shoulder patch. But it does scale down very nicely for that. Yeah. And it is something that is, you know, emblematic of the team or and something unique to the team um you know as kind of hokey and a little bit weird it is that they have a cannon um it is like this cool unique thing that they do that you know is something that the fans can really kind of get around and you know and celebrate and so i think it's cool that they have sort of highlighted that in a way that is still consistent with the team's branding yeah and like the cannon is something that's sort of celebrated in the columbus blue jackets fan community uh, and although it is sort of mocked by a lot of other hockey fan bases. I think that might just be because CBJ is mocked by other hockey fan bases. Yeah. And it was really cool as an American fan during the World Cup of Hockey pre-tournament, pre-season thing at Nationwide Arena to have the cannon go off for Team America. Just like scaring all of the players too. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what like, is what happening? What is going on? Uh, <laughs> and that like, was the only time Team USA won in the World Cup of Hockey, and it didn't even count. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then the other thing that I like about this logo is that it does incorporate um, at the base the star that is prominent in their um, primary logo. And again, it, it both works as this nice little reference to the primary team branding as well as like it just looks nice in this it doesn't feel out of place in the secondary logo yeah that uh, specific style of uh star iconography is also pretty common in like military communities and so like people get tattoos of it and stuff Mm -hmm. which i totally don't just know from reading batwoman (laughs) uh that's also that type that specific type of star is a tattoo on the um inner wrist is uh common in uh, queer women communities. I totally is... don't know that from reading Batwoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just know that from life, but uh... <laughs> uh, anyways, it's a, a it, it's a nice logo and I, and I think that the colors work very well too with the cream and then that 
blue and silver. Yeah. Um, it you're, it does kind of give it the I think the cream in particular gives this jersey that sort of throwbacky feel. Yeah, like um, it reminds me a lot of Ramusi Oceanic's uh, jersey from when they hosted the Memorial Cup, like a lot, a lot where it's this primarily blue jersey that uses cream accents to accomplish this vaguely throwbacky feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main difference is Ramuski used a boat instead of a cannon, because apparently Ramuski is ships. Hmm. So is uh, the cream as like a throwback color? Is that because cream was like very common in, in old jerseys, or was it just because all of the pictures of them are like sepia toned and so it just looks cream so we associate it with with these older styles you know i'm not sure because like our evidence would also probably be sun bleached at this point yeah because it's uh, also a thing in like the, the ottawa senators alt right yeah i mean honestly it probably goes back to original sweaters being made of wool and it being yeah. hard to bleach like at the time especially being hard to Completely bleach wool white. to be true white and then you'd sweat into it, and then it would be, like, sweat-stained yellow. Yeah. So it's... I mean, it definitely does a good job of evoking that feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, the wild alt uses the cream to a very similar effect. Yeah. Um, Although the wild one feels a little more cowboy-y. True. Um. Yeah, and then the other another nice little detail in this jersey is that it does that thing that is very common right now in jerseys is to have like something written on the inside of the collar. And in this case, it says, we fight, we march, you know, which is very uh, military, you know, very civil war. And I'm also- sure John Tortorella has actually yelled that at his team multiple times. <laughs> yeah, and apparently it's uh was the team's like slogan during their 2009 playoff appearance i won't call it a run because it wasn't a run but it was an appearance (laughs) and then (laughs) the other way this jersey uh sort of differs from their main jersey is that the numbers are in sort of this very kind of square font which is distinct from the font they use for their numbers in their uh primary jerseys um and so it just gives it a kind of different feel Mm mm-hmm like, it actually feels like an alternate appearance for this team. Yeah. You know, it's not like a true throwback, so it doesn't necessarily feel like, oh, they're just picking something out of, you know, the team's history to bring back. But it's also not like so, because some alts are like super similar to, you know, to the point where you have to like know what you're looking, you, you just turn on a game and you couldn't tell the difference unless, you know. You right, were very like la- familiar. Like every Leafs throwback that's ever existed, or the Vancouver Canucks alternate, or uh, the Flyers throwback, I think. Yeah. One of the other ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, and part of that is just because, like, if you have a team with a long history, it's very easy to just go that route, you know, to pick a popular jersey from when the team was successful. Yeah. That's sort of uh, an icon of the team's history and to bring that back, um, whereas the Blue Jackets don't have that history either in terms of franchise success or just how long the franchise has existed so instead they're sort of tapping into the history of the way they've defined their identity uh so like it's this blue collar 
We're going to be scrappy. We're going to fight for every. Yeah. It has a blue. We're collar. going to fight for every inch of ice we can. Uh. Yeah, and this is the second um, alt that Columbus has used um, in their history. The first one was actually very similar to what is currently their primary uh, jersey, and used what is currently their primary logo. Um, so I think, in general, you know, both of those alts were very successful. Right. The biggest difference uh, between the original CBJ alt and the current CBJ dark jersey is like the fact that the CBJ dark jersey was designed to be on the Reebok Reebok edge edge template as opposed to the other one, which was with whatever the old jersey cut was that they were using. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so uh, speaking of the Reebok edge jerseys so this is the last year that Reebok is going to be the um, official jersey supplier so switching next season um, it's switching from Reebok to Adidas a wholly Uh, owned and operated subsidiary of Reebok yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, so and uh, most recently Adidas did the jerseys for the World Cup of Hockey um, you know to make success so yeah, so yeah, uh, Adidas is taking over, uh, making the game worn jerseys, and one of the things that they're doing is that they are eliminating the third jersey program, at least for the this first year that they're going to be making the jerseys. Yeah, and I think some of that is just to simplify the transition, uh, because you know every team has to, you know, at least update the design of their jerseys to fit the new template yeah and if you look at the 2008 uh, sorry 2007-2008 season you will see no alternate jerseys Uh, and that was the first year of the Reebok Edge template yeah um, so this isn't like a crazy unprecedented uh, thing I mean the third jersey program is only what like 20 years old something like that was it like 93-94 or something like that 9394 they were doing alternate jerseys for select teams in the original 6 because of uh, the 75th anniversary and stuff. So like the Bruins had a throwback, the uh Red Wings had a throwback to the Detroit Cougars or no, Falcons, one of those. Yeah. The one that says Detroit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so in next next season in the 2017-2018 season there aren't going to be any alternate jerseys. And that affects, there's what, 17 teams right now that have yeah. official alternate jerseys. And then a couple other teams have jerseys that um, they sort of use as an extra jersey but aren't an official alt. Yeah, so, like the the Kings. And then last year, the Sharks had their heritage throwback. Yeah, and like the Jets are using their Heritage Classic jersey occasionally, um, but it's not like an official alt. Same with and the Blues have uh, are using their Winter Classic jersey for three extra appearances mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, it's going to be interesting though because I think you, we are going to see some teams that you know maybe switch out their alts for their homes. Um, or... Some teams are already ahead of that curve too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you have a team like like the Maple Leafs, who obviously updated their jerseys sort of a year in advance of this. Uh, the Penguins did the similar thing where they made their alt their home jersey this year, um, and so presumably won't be changing it uh, in this next year. Um, 
it'll be interesting to see what teams do because for example a team like the wild uh that has a very successful alternate jersey um that they've sort of been positioning as kind of their main jersey in their branding um in the yeah. last couple of years like they used it at the draft for example uh and they also used it as their home jersey for the playoff run mm-hmm. uh much like penguins did yeah so i think i wouldn't be surprised if they switch from their reds to the green um next year hasn't, hasn't edmonton already released a statement saying they're switching from their blue jerseys to their orange jerseys next year yeah so their orange jerseys that they used at the heritage classic and our sort of an alt for this year are going to be their main home jerseys god knows why um orange should never be the main color in your palette i realize that is somewhat of a controversial statement but i stand by it um but calgary has a tough call to make uh ottawa probably has a tough call to make yeah ottawa um vancouver has a fairly easy call to make Washington might have an interesting call to make. I don't think they do. Uh, I don't think they do switch over to their alt, but they could. They have the templates. <laughs> and that's a nice alt, too. Um, yeah. It's the original Capitals look. Yeah. I mean, and that has been, you know, so like the Penguins, uh, the jersey that they used as not last year that is currently their home jersey is a throwback uh, to the late 80s um, yeah. and early 90s uh, era in their history um so that is something that's kind of been uh around lately is kind of bringing back some of those older older looks um i don't think the blue jackets will do anything but drop this alt um yeah because it's too different from their uh main their primary branding but i think it would be interesting to see them incorporate some elements of it into into their set going forward i you know obviously they already use this secondary logo as a shoulder patch um maybe incorporate something with the striping pattern um because their current home jersey doesn't have any any striping it's actually fairly plain and has been pretty much unchanged since its introduction right yeah i mean it's uh the only stripes it has are sort of down the seam from the shoulder to the sleeve yeah um which follows sort of the Reebok Edge template. And yeah. then they also it also doesn't have um, ties um, on the collar. Yeah, yeah, which the alternate does have. It has like a classic tie. Um, whereas their main jerseys just have uh, the collar. Yeah, my controversial statement is all jerseys should either have a sweater-like crew neck collar or a jersey tie of some form. Yeah, yeah. It's always a little bit weird when they have, like, the V collar, but no ties. Yeah. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what they do, because I think that their main set is kind of ripe for an update, Um, even if it's not reminiscent of the uh, this alternate. I mean, it's been around for eight or nine years, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which is actually fairly long, all considered for a sports jersey uh even at least like temporarily yeah and i mean they also are having sort of a historically good year for their Mm -hmm. franchise um they are a playoff team right now i mean they've only had two playoff appearances they've only won two playoff games ever 
um, ever. And, you know, this could be a year that, you know, it's possible that we see them actually make a run. And oftentimes when that happens, when you have a, a after a year where they're historically good, you see some updates to the um, to the set to sort of commemorate that. It's like how the yeah. Penguins made the jersey that they won the Stanley Cup in their main jersey. Um, yeah. Or the uh, Panthers updated their set after having a historically good year. I think in general it will just be interesting to see what teams do. Uh, I don't yeah. think that we'll see like a huge number of significant changes but you know this is sort of an excuse to to update things and change things and tweak things yeah again like i think uh calgary maybe colorado uh and definitely ottawa uh and possibly washington could go either way Mm -hmm. with uh adopting their alt as the new template or sticking with more or less what they have uh, I could. E- I'd also be interested to see like some in-between versions of uh, maybe not in the case of Ottawa, but maybe in the other teams. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if Minnesota makes the green their home jersey, but then like yeah. incorporates the uh, primary logo more because that all yeah. doesn't actually incorporate it. It just says Minnesota. That um, has no patches. Yeah. So, which is something I like about it, but it doesn't make it the best primary jersey actually i wouldn't be surprised to see them go the green but with the shield from the red that the the minnesota with the logo in it yeah i could see the like shield bear thing as a shoulder patch yeah i I could see that i could see them sort of taking the circular shield with the logo in it that's on the current red jersey and just putting that onto the green base yeah that's already like the shoulder patch for the road jersey anyway Mm -hmm. so it, it works. There's precedent. They already have the patches. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'll just be interesting as, as the supplier switches over. You know, obviously this has happened in 2007-2008 with um, Reebok taking over. Um, and then I'm sure that like the year, year or two after we'll see the return of the alternates because that is a gold mine. So... And I don't think the like the Winter Classic it. isn't going to have alternate jerseys. I don't think the Heritage Classic isn't going to have alternate jerseys. I think they're definitely going to produce additional jerseys that season anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely going to be like the specialty jerseys. Um, I don't think the league would agree to a contract that didn't let them do that. Um, they but... even made New Jersey make a different jersey. <laughs> Much to New Jersey's chagrin. It is a little bit interesting to see the teams that have like completely, you know, where they where they updated this year. So like Toronto or particularly Florida, you know, they completely redesigned their branding Um, just because you've got to figure that just switching the templates over to Adidas, they probably have to make tweaks to it. Sure. But at the same time, like the Rangers jersey has been in essence unchanged for forever the montreal canadiens jersey has been essentially unchanged for forever uh and so on and so forth there are a couple of other teams who have very very consistent branding throughout their entire histories with minute changes being mostly due to the actual um actual template but at the same time a new york rangers jersey from today at least the blue one looks very similar to a new york rangers jersey from 
the 1980s. It's not the same jersey by any stretch. It's just very, very, very similar. No, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's fair. Um, and I guess there's an advantage to sort of get, being one of a few teams to change something this year. Yeah. Rather than, in terms of just like publicity and people talking about it, rather than um, being one of a bunch of teams maybe to make updates and changes next year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's like lots of things happening uh, <laughs> jersey-wise in the next year, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Getting back to this Columbus jersey that we are ostensibly here to actually talk about, I really like this jersey. Honestly, it's one of my favorite jerseys in the league right now. Yeah, Like, that's not fair. even just alts. Like, I just think it's so nice. Yeah. It's on all the key points that it should. It looks like what I assume the CBJ branding is. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, I... the. The color palette is really nice. I, I really like the sort of blue with cream and silver um, that they go with. Even I like it better than their main color palette just because... Look, I know we say the word classic a lot on this show, but it's classic. <laughs> yeah, which is impressive because it's not actually a throwback. Yeah. Because yeah, every team is blue and red. Like white, red, white, and blue is so common. Um, yeah. Obviously because America... Um, but it's also just, just like good nice. graphic design colors. <laughs> yeah, they're just nice colors. Um, so to see them go the slightly different direction in terms of the palette with the cream and the silver with the blue, it just looks so nice. And then, of course, I do love a crest. So I admit that is my bias. <laughs> but it does look good in this instance. Well, and I just think that this all goes well with their set. You know, like sometimes you see a set where the alt is just so different that it almost feels a little bit out of place. Um, but I think this one fits in nicely with their main jerseys without being so different or too much the same. Like it strikes the right balance, I think. Yeah, like sufficiently different is definitely a good way to describe that. Yeah, because there are like years where say you look at you know, for example, the Maple Leafs set, and they technically have an alt, but it's so similar to their home jersey that, like, you're like, oh, well, they used a slightly different striping pattern, slightly different logo, and it's like, what's even the point then? Um, yeah. Outside of my... I, although I did learn that uh, that the longtime 2011 to 2016 alt for the Maple Leafs started as an alumni, alumni game jersey. Oh, interesting. I mean, it started it started off as like the 1967 jersey, but yeah, then it became yeah. an alumni game jersey. Yeah, I mean, that's fairly common, if not specifically alumni games, but using special event jerseys become yeah. an alt just because you make the template anyways. Yeah, it's just interesting that was specifically the alumni game jersey that did that. No, that is interesting. Um, it does. That seems less common than yeah. <laughs> taking just the, the winter classic jersey or whatever. So I think that it's time to rate this jersey on a scale from Jack Johnson, American hero, to the Russian wall, Sergei Bobrovsky. Uh, what do sure. you give this jersey? <laughs> so we'll go with Jeff Carter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's admittedly good looking. Uh, 
it's not necessarily consistent with what you would expect from the Columbus Blue Jackets, but that does not necessarily mean it is a uh, bad jersey by any means. Uh, it's, it's, it is, in fact, a very successful jersey in terms of design and in terms of evoking the team's history and uh, spirit. Yeah. Sorry, CBJ. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm going to give this a um, a Brandon Saad because, you know, it's a relatively, you know, new jersey. It's uh, not, you know, it's not like this classic or, um, I mean, it's historical. Yeah, (laughs) historical. Thank you. Uh, Historical thing, but it definitely has that feel. It's, it's. Uh, just very good. It's nice to look at. And, um, you know, I think it's uh, just, it might be a little bit I, I underappreciated because, you know, it's a Blue Jackets jersey. Um, so it's not going to get the love that, say, uh, a Blackhawks jersey gets. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but much like Brandon Saad, it is impossible for me to divorce the thought of the Columbus Blue Jackets from this jersey. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ugly sweaters taking shots at large market teams obliquely <laughs> since 2016. Hey, I have never been shy about my feelings about the Blackhawks. Um, <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Uh, plugs. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, you can find us on Twitter at Ugly Sweaters Pod. Uh, you can also find us on Tumblr at Ugly Sweaters Pod. Uh, both of those places you can find, you know, links to our episodes um, and you know you can others and other stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ADVS in Chem, where I say regrettable things um, often when I'm just wrong. And uh, you can find Joe on Twitter at Joe M Quavis. Where I'll be uh, making sure people get obscure things correct, I guess. <laughs> uh, I was also on an episode of St. Louis uh, Toast Dispatch Radio the other week. Uh, so you can find that at Toast Dispatch on Twitter. I was there to talk about the St. Louis Blues San Jose Sharks matchup, which is to be played on the 14th of January. So by the time you listen to this, the Sharks will probably have already won because Carter Hutton's in net. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right i think with that we will leave you with the goal cannon of the columbus blue jackets very confused why you would theme an ice hockey team after the american civil war at all i mean i agree it's so confusing to me that this is the second team like the second hockey team <laughs> themed after the american civil war because i what mean was the I, first one again the atlanta flames in a reference to literally the burning, the burning of atlanta, of atlanta. <laughs> sherman's march to the sea in the weirdest branding choice anyone has ever made <laughs> And then it was moved to Calgary where they just kept it because oil catches fire, question mark. 
I mean, like the Flames is a good name for a team. Like, I, yeah. it's it's just such a series weird of events that choice. led to that choice. <laughs> yeah, it, I have no problem with like it, it being a team being the Flames. It's the fact that it is specifically referring to that time that General Sherman burned the state of Georgia down. Yeah. Um, that it's just so weird. 